0: welcome everyone you are listening to the I am a sparking podcast with your host Scott Knowles enjoy the show it will probably suck <laughs> <laughs>
1: Scott, the Fane Knowles, and you're listening to another episode of I'm a Spartan ICR podcast. I know it's been a while, but hey, ain't been nothing going on, y'all. And uh, I've kind of been like getting into a new training routine, and I started doing that 75 hard thing, and then I messed it up, and then I had to start it over. And I'm like 14 days away from being done with it, or something like that. So been kind of busy. And uh, man, there just hasn't been nothing going on to interest me to, I don't know, make episodes. But anyway, my buddy uh, Jimmy, uh, he's from uh, Sevierville, Tennessee. And I always, you know, hang out with him when we go up there and uh, run trails in the Smokies. And uh, he was doing this endurance event called The Gauntlet. And I figured, you know what, man, just come on the show and uh, we'll talk about it and just shoot the shit. But anyway, here's the episode. Hope you enjoy it. Jimmy Morris, what is up with you today, brother?
0: Oh, uh, man, not a lot. Just uh, winding up the work day. Uh, fixing a call tonight, I think, here soon.
1: Jimmy, tell us what you do, man, and where you from.
0: Uh, I'm a realtor from uh, Sevierville, Tennessee, handling, like, the Pigeon Forest, Gatlinburg area. You know, the great Smoky Mountains.
1: Hell yeah, that is a cool area.
0: Yes, sir. I know you visit up there several times, so I know we've had some burgers and talks up there.
1: Yeah, man, that restaurant is so good, too, man. Those pork wings, man, they're so good, dude. So <laughs> Can't good, forget about dude. the burgers. Yeah, and the burgers, too, man. That's a good place to eat, man, and I enjoy it, dude. Yeah, if anybody's looking for a place or looking for a vacation, man, you need to look up Jimmy, and he'll get you a good vacation down in Gatlinburg. Is that right? Yes, sir. That's a cool place to go. We usually go there at least once, maybe twice a year, so. Yeah, man, I'd rather nice go. I'd rather go to right the Smokies. The yeah, I'd rather go to the Smokies and go to the beach nowadays. Absolutely. When I was younger, Absolutely. I'd rather go to the beach, but now I'm kind of like would rather go to like the mountains, peaceful and quiet, and good restaurants.
0: Yes, sir. I don't. I don't really do the beach much myself. I'm, I'm more of a mountain guy. You know, it's nice having them back here in the backyard to to go play in. You know, hike, run, do whatever. You know, take the kids up there to the creeks or whatnot right uh just live the mountain life man
1: jimmy what would you say is like your favorite trail to do up there in the smokies
0: uh, i'd say it's the jump off you uh hike on charlie's bunions trail yeah and then you get on the boulevard and then right before you start heading up towards Mount Lecombe, man you take a right up into the woods and you go about a mile and there's the jump off and it's probably the best view in the smokies but Dude. you got to do it on a clear day because you're above the clouds you know
1: yeah, man, the past, uh, it was about three weekends ago we were up there. There was two trails that, you know, one of them, I wanted to do both of them because, you know, the the road to both of them are closed during the wintertime, and I usually always come up there at the wintertime because it's cheaper with my timeshare points to go there. And so right. both, both trails, we did both of the trails, and it was foggy as hell when we got to the top both both times, man. That's why they call it the Smoky Mountains, man. For real, it was smoky. It was it smoked our ass on the trails for sure. <laughs> but I mean, both of the trails we did had some other stuff to look at on the way there, so it wasn't a, it wasn't a wasted trip. Anytime you're tra- on the trail, trail running, trail walking, hiking, man, you ain't wasting time. It's just good time. No,
0: it is good time.
1: We Definitely a good time. time so, Jimmy, uh, tell us about like how you got into like doing OCR, man, and these endurance events
0: well um i got back into it in 2018 um i was going through some uh i was going through some things you know mentally you know battling depression and things like that i was needing an out i was needing an escape and uh you know things got really bad and uh i reached out to uh doc b leonard Bryan. everybody i know him the guy that dresses like a pharaoh and runs all these races yeah he's cool uh yeah he's a cool dude uh i reached out to him and kind of told him what was going on with me and he, you know, he's like, You need to come out and do some races and he, you know, hooked me up with the uh, Rick Kohlberg and the and the people of Oscar Mike and uh I started running with them. And then uh my very first race was uh the Charlotte Sprint two thousand eighteen and uh I've told you about this race several times because you laughed at me about four
1: times that day. <laughs> Oh, yeah that was a that was the day i was I was ultra training at that race, and I run four laps on that Saturday, <laughs> and it was and the raining the whole rain. damn time
0: the whole damn time man, and I just remember I was just you know I was jogging and walking, and I just kept seeing this dude just fly by me like four times, so <laughs> yeah, I don't know
1: if I was flying.
0: you're going a lot faster than I was,
1: <laughs> man, I remember that last lap I was like. My gut was starting to hurt. My stomach was hurting. And I was like, man, I'm, this is the last one for sure. You know, I, I wanted to do five, and I would have barely made it in time to do five. And I was looking at the gate, and I, I just talked myself out of it. I know like, no, I want to save a little bit for Sunday. So I talked myself out of it. But that last one, man, I was feeling rough, dude. All the carries were killing me. Yeah. Because it got so freaking muddy there, man.
0: Yeah, that was uh, that was definitely an experience for my first race. You know, it was. Yeah. I remember it being. I remember being in the high thirties, maybe, and it was just just torrential downpours the whole night. You know, and I didn't get a didn't get a good night's sleep the night before. You know, the hotel we booked at last minute ended up being. You know, I felt pretty bad about having my kids stay there. It was that kind <laughs> of place. It was that bad. Um, but yeah, I didn't sleep well. I think it was uh, nerves, excitement. You know.
1: And oh yeah. I still do that. I,
0: after I got there and did it, man, I was I was hooked, you know, and then I started just throwing money at Spartan like I don't
1: it's know. It's easy to do. Yeah. It's easy a, to do. I've always described it as it's like you get that feeling when you were a kid at school and you got let out for recess and you're running towards the playground. I mean, that's about the same feeling. to me. Yeah, I
0: agree. I agree. It does take you back, you know, getting to play on monkey bars and yeah and rings and things like that, and getting play in the mud, you know, heck, what what kid wouldn't love to play in the mud? You know, I mean, I like to do it as an adult. It's pretty fun.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's like you. Everything that is in your life that is stressing you out, or you know, you're thinking about, you're you're not thinking about that when you're at the race, you know, and you're just having a good time with friends. It's like you you don't think about none of the stuff and the stressors that are in your life, man. It's just a good stress relief.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's a. Uh, it definitely it'll definitely change you. You know, I mean, it changed my whole. I mean, Spartan and the whole, like, world of OCR, man, it changed my whole look on, like, uh, life and how to go about things, you know, and just, uh, you know, just finding that, you know, sometimes you got to dig deep to finish those races, you know? I mean, mm-hmm. I know the Asheville race that year, I ended up uh, blowing out both knees, you know, and uh, oh, wow. I ended up limping the last two or two or three miles, you know? But
1: That was a rough race, too.
0: Dude, that was a rough race. <laughs> that was my very first super Uh yeah. And so I picked a hell of a one to, to do.
1: Yeah, I pulled my back like doing kettlebell swings. I guess I got up early in the morning and went to swinging kettlebells and I wasn't warmed up good. And I was using a 45-pound kettlebell. And I pulled my back so bad, dude. I, I went to the chiropractor that day and it was like two weeks out from Asheville. And I was thinking, man, I just hope they don't have the tire there. I'll probably be okay, you know. And they gave me some prednisone, so it pretty much was it was over and done with. But still, you know, I still could kind of feel a little bit of pain back there. And sure enough, they had the tires there. And I was thinking, oh, great.
0: <laughs> yeah. those. Uh, I think the tire that I picked up, it was laying on a briar patch or something like that. Because I remember sliding my hands underneath there and cutting them up pretty good.
1: Yeah, because it I rained. It rained pretty bad, and that race was pretty muddy too. I remember that.
0: Yeah, it, it rained a whole lot the night before. I remember that. Yeah. Oh, and it rained. I think it rained a whole lot that morning too, because mm-hmm. I remember that whole even the 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 festival area was nothing but
1: nothing but mud. You know. Yeah. If you had ankle boots, they weren't gonna they weren't gonna save you there. I remember that. People had like boots that would go all the way up underneath your knees, and you could almost get mud in your boots there.
0: <laughs> yeah, that one. <laughs> I think my first year OCR, I I don't think I got a pretty day to race on. I think it seems like every race I did, it rained, you know, especially, uh, you know, I did the Carolina Beast, you know, uh, back in November that year, and I just remember it being rainy. You know, that's my very first beast. I remember calling you or talking to you and asking you what you did your ultra in. You did it like five and a half hours, and I was feeling pretty good about my beast time until I talked to you, you know, (laughs) uh, finished in six hours and 17 minutes.
1: That must have been the one, was that the one in Spartanburg?
0: Yeah, that was the one at the college, yeah. The one yeah,
1: right there in Spartanburg. God, that one was cold, man. I still can't, I can't, either that was the coldest race I've ever done, or it was Charlotte that second day, that Sunday morning. It was one of those races, it was the coldest. But that ultra was freaking cold. I don't know, man, that, that uh, Carolina Beast
0: in 2019 at that uh that the horse place. You know in uh um, oh, yeah, you know, yeah. North Carolina. That was pretty cold and rainy too that day.
1: And I was good there. I was really yeah, hot was. that race. <laughs> that was a good race for me. That was my A race for the year, so I mean, I was I was just ready to go, man. All they had to do was just say go. I was just I was ready. I was in the zone. That was a good race for me. Yeah. I think uh I love that not, venue.
0: I've never really had a bad race, you know, I've never really uh I've always raced open heats, you know, so I've never got to really test my skills out. And I was, that's one of the things I was going for this year, you know, I was hoping and, uh, and I think it was going to be September, October. I can't remember when the, when the Nashville races were, but that was the, uh, the first race where I was going to, uh, compete in age group and see, you know, just see where I stood, you know, I just yeah. wanted
1: to test my abilities. Yeah, man. You ought to, I mean, I think everybody should, you know, I mean, why not? Yeah,
0: you Absolutely. Know?
1: Because, like most of the races you go to, you start learning the people's faces in the com- the competitive heats, and I mean you all become friend friends, and that's what makes it fun to me and i mean not i mean the open heats are are just as fun because you know you can you can run at your own pace and it's no pressure, and you can enjoy the obstacles and practice on the obstacles but yeah. in the, in the competitive heats, you know the the hardcore guys that Go to all the races. You always see them, you know, and you meet them. You make friends and you chat during the race. You know, it's just so much fun. And then you talk about it after the race. Man, I've met so many friends through Spartan, man, and it's just been great for me. You probably yeah, have man. As well. I've met, I've met, golly, I've met a
0: ton of people. I've been to a lot of places I never thought I'd go,
1: and me too. I've met
0: a lot of people. You know, that I mean, really cool people. Uh I can't even, man, I can't even start to name them all off. But I mean, I've met some really 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 cool people and uh you know a lot of my like, all friends now you know mm-hmm. so it's definitely it's definitely a great com- community to be a part of uh i've definitely missed out on it this year you know
1: no oh, me too Living with
0: everybody and and racing and you know just the whole the whole thing you know metal mondays and
1: uh-huh.
0: the whole thing you know the whole thing the pictures and all the you know war stories or whatever
1: yeah i mean and these virtual things are doing, man. I just haven't been able to get into it. I just haven't been able to. I hadn't done the first one. It's, just, I don't know what it is, but just it hasn't really appealed to me. I guess it's because you're just running by yourself at the end of the day. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm trying to figure out
0: what kind of obstacles they have on that. I don't know if you're like throwing stuff at you while you're on a treadmill or, <laughs> or or what you're doing. You know, I mean, it just doesn't sound. It didn't. I, I looked into them, you know, just because I wanted to be active and do something, but. Yeah, at the end of the day, I was just like, yeah, it's not the same thing, you know. It's not the same thing. So, I just, I've opted against it. Yeah, you know? I mean, so, I'm just going to gear yeah. up for 2021, 20,
1: hopefully. I'd rather just do a trail race instead of doing a, a virtual race. And that's what we've been doing. We've done a few. and uh, But, you know, I know Tough Mudder, they had like some when they did the 8-hour one through the night. Or the 12-hour one through the night, you would run a 5-mile a lap, and then you would have, like, some thing you had to do, and it was, they had all kind of goofy stuff, like do a wall sit with a watermelon or, you know, flip a cup or something like that. You know, it was goofy stuff to keep it fun and interesting with steel, man. It just, I mean, I would rather just get in a good training block instead of wrecking myself for a 12-hour virtual race that, yeah, you know, it's just, I don't know. Sounds like a whole lot of not fun to me. Yeah. You know? I mean, it'd be cool if, mean, if you had like a party of people over at your house and be like, hey, let's do this together. And you had like, you yeah, know, yeah. five or six people, you know, that would make it fun, I think. But if you're yeah, doing absolutely. it you're by yourself at your house and I don't know, that just doesn't sound. I mean, I'm sure it's better than nothing, but it just doesn't sound that great to me.
0: Yeah. More pa- more power to the people that are doing them, you know, yeah. good for, good for them. You know, glad you guys can uh, get your head in there. I mean, I just can't get my head into it, you know.
1: Yeah, me neither. hey did you decide if you was going to go to savage in a couple of weeks or not
0: that's gonna be one of those last minute decisions
1: I hear you.
0: Uh, I hear you. I'm uh I'm on the I'm kind of on the fence about it right now I've got to see what's coming up the next couple of weeks uh if I do it I might do the ruck early in the morning oh wow um, just to uh you know try something different but uh chances are I'll be down there I'll be down there doing some sort of fun run or something
1: that's what we're gonna do we're probably going to do a fun run after lunch because there's a trail race that we had already signed up for earlier that morning so we're going to do that trail race and then we're going to drive about an hour and a half to where savage is at because you know michael he only lives like two miles away from that venue for right, savage. right i remember saying that yeah but anyway that'll be something to do you know an obstacle race and from what i hear savage is still putting on a good race so hopefully it should be fun
0: yeah, I've never I've never done one before, so I'm kind of uh, hoping I can make it down there to that, you know, try out some different obstacles and stuff like that, maybe see how cold those uh, ice tubs are they've got.
1: Oh, man, it's, it's pretty gnarly for sure. <laughs> they got a huge water slide at the end of it. You go up this big, like, kind of American Ninja Warrior type vert ramp, you have to run yeah. up that, and then you slide down this huge slide at the end of it, and it's like that's the end of the race right there. Nice. Now they got some pretty hard, like grip obstacles and stuff there too. But you know, it's fun. It's a, it's a, it's a different community for sure. But I mean, it's, it's, it's a lot of fun. I enjoy
0: them. Yeah, I'm looking to, uh, you know, hopefully I can make it down there this year. You know, I know next year I'm going to try to mix it up a little bit. You know, maybe try some terrain races and maybe some, you know, savages. Uh, you know, definitely going to do a few Spartans. Uh, I don't know. I'm just going to wait and see what. uh the new year brings, you know, hopefully it'll Hopefully our race season will open up and we'll be able to run freely and do, do what we love to do.
1: Yeah, I know, man. And you know, and that's, what's the scary about all this too, is that they're saying, yeah, 2021 events, but like, we don't know if this, I mean, this all may be worse in 2021. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. You know, the restrictions may get worse as, you know, the, cases go up you know we just don't know what the future is going to hold for this so i mean if that happens you know they might start postponing races in the beginning of the year as well so
0: yeah that's a good possibility be very disappointing if they do you know yeah thank god
1: it will i I say
0: open it up and let us do it you know what i mean yeah let us do it see what happens you know i mean we do we do sign death waivers to do this stuff you know (laughs) so
1: that's right but I know Savage will have an, an another one. I think they they do another one in March at the same venue in Atlanta. Yeah. I think so. If they're still rolling on, we'll be able to do that one, even if Spartan still isn't got their uh, party back up and going. Yeah, hopefully <laughs> they will. So get G-
0: it going, Joe Desina.
1: <laughs> yeah. Jimmy, what's it like running with uh, Oscar Mike? You know, I've seen them out there, and I've done a run with uh, more hearts and scars. And uh, so, what is the Oscar Mike uh, group all about in their little run they do?
0: Uh, Oscar Mike, it's uh, you know, it stands for you know, on the move mm-hmm. uh, in the military, and, and what they do, what their goal is, is to get to get wounded veterans, uh, get them active, you know, get them out on the course, get them doing things, you know, and they also don't they also don't help out. You know, veterans, they also help out people that are, you know, in need, you know, like they uh, they reached out to me, you know, when I was I was at my lowest and, you know, they surrounded me and and, and lifted me up and uh, just a great group of people, man. You never you always start together. You always finish together. You never leave any man behind. Um, I mean, it's just it's just a great, just a great, great group of people. And, you know, I, I love running with them. I love what they represent. And, you know, I look forward to, uh, hopefully getting back on the course with them again in 2021 Right, and doing what I can, you know, it's, uh, it gets pretty emotional out there sometimes with those guys, you know, cause you'll see guys missing arms or legs or, you know, two legs or, you know, whatever. And, and these guys, they, they do these obstacles as if, you know, they weren't injured and it's, it's very impressive to see. And it's, uh. It's, it's just special to be a part of, be a part of that, for sure.
1: You know what, man? It, it, and I agree with you. It is. And I, I always think about if I was in their shoes, you know, at this point in my life, done what I've done, and something bad happened, like I lost a leg or an arm or something, it almost, I, I think that, And I hate to use the word depressed, you know, because I think that, you know, a lot of times when you say it, it's like you're accepting it. So I try to never, you know, say, oh, I'm just, I'm down today. I'm depressed. You know, And I I usually never, I hardly ever say that, but I would think that, you know, if something like that happened, I think I would, it would be hard, you know, not to get depressed, you know, not being able to do the things that you used to do and. I think it would be, you know, that would be definitely a life-altering experience. I mean, I think it could change your whole mental attitude on how you look at life, you know. And it it also makes me wonder would I even want to even try to do anything like that, knowing all of the complications and the difficulties that would come along with it, man. So,
0: I mean, you really got
1: to take your hat off to those people that are out there doing that because... I mean, those struggles are real, man. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, absolutely. We got it we got it easy. We got it made, you know, being able to, you know, run with, you know, our own legs, you know, and and have you know, two hands to do these obstacles, you know. I mean that's
0: Exactly and, and some and some of these injuries, you know, we don't see because they're they're internal, you know. They yeah. might it's it they might be it might be PTSD, it, it might be, you know, uh you know, mental issues going on, you know, and, and being able to get out there with those guys and, and help them accomplish the goal of completing a race, you know, whether it be a sprint or a beast or an ultra or super, you know, it's just, uh, it's very rewarding, very rewarding, you know, it's probably one of the, uh, it's probably one of the highlights of, of racing, you know, is, is getting to be out there with those guys and, and getting to help out and, you know, do my part.
1: Yeah, cause you did it with them at Fort Benning too, didn't you? Uh,
0: no, I don't think I did really? it at Fort Benning with them. I, I did it, and I've done, I've done it. Golly, uh, I've done it at several places.
1: Oh, I, uh, I was thinking I saw you at Fort Benning. Maybe not. Maybe not.
0: I don't. No, I wasn't at Fort Benning. No, I wasn't at Fort Benning.
1: I remember seeing Oscar Mike there. Maybe that's why I'm saying.
0: Yeah, I, I guarantee you they were there. I
1: guarantee you they were yeah, there. You didn't miss a bad venue. I mean, that that venue. A lot of people like that venue, but. And it had some cool stuff again with it, just because it was a military sprint or whatever. But yeah. it was a flat, just run through the woods. I mean, it was it. There was never anything special about it. They would tweak a couple of obstacles and make it unique, but at the at the very last half a mile, they just have like half of the obstacles just lined up pretty much, and you just went. through oh, well, one at the time, yeah. Like, to me, the Charlotte venue was always way better in Atlanta, for sure. Yeah, yeah.
0: Now, I like those stadium races, man. They make me feel uh, pretty quick, you know, because it's, uh, you know, they're a lot shorter. And, you know, it's more like a, to me, it feels more like CrossFit,
1: you know. Right. So I've never uh, done one.
0: They're fast, man. They're fast. They're almost not worth the money. <laughs> they're <laughs> so quick, you know. Um, yeah. But those, I mean, those, I did the one up in uh, Washington, D.C. at the National Stadium, and, and that was uh. That was pretty awesome, you know, being a big baseball fan and stuff like that, yeah. and getting to run that stadium and be out on that field, you know, it was pretty it was pretty cool. You know, definitely want to uh look into doing some more stadiums this year well, or next see, year.
1: The reason why I've never done a stadium is is cause they're none close to me and they're always usually just a one day sprint. I think there was right. one they did a a two day sprint but I can't remember. And it's like you said it's such a short race, you know, they I mean like I mean it's over and done in like less than 30 minutes, you know, for most people. And right. so I just can't see flying to go and do that. You know, my jam is the trails, but I mean if there was one of those close by, I would definitely do it. I wish they'd do one yeah. at the Mercedes Stadium in Atlanta, the new stadium. I think they ought to do one in
0: Bristol at the Bristol Motor Speedway. Oh, that so would be cool. That's that's a massive stadium, man.
1: You know, and they did the bone frog at the one in Alabama. I forget what that race stadium is. And they actually send them out into the woods close to the track, and then they'll come back into the track, too.
0: Oh, wow.
1: So you kind of get the best of
0: both worlds there.
1: Yeah. I don't know. I'm sure that, like, some of those places are kind of weird about what you're going to do on their property. Yeah, I'm
0: sure. I'm sure.
1: I was actually super shocked that... Um, the Tryon International Horse Park was going to let Spartan come back, you know, this year. I mean, even I mean, it got canceled, but man, right. that place got trashed. It got tore up, man. It <laughs> got tore up, dude. With all those runners, all that rain, it was a slosh fest, dude.
0: Yes, it was. I remember they were closing down obstacles and stuff there towards the end. They closed down the dunk wall, the slip wall. They yep. were they closed down the multi rig. Yep. Uh, everything, man. They closed down everything, you know, so it was uh, the
1: dunk wall had like a pond leading up to it. <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah. They, you know, they closed all the rolling mud and everything.
1: Yeah. I had to that do day. it all.
0: Yeah. I got through there late and didn't get to, <laughs> didn't get to do it. You know, I didn't get to experience it, but you know, I got muddy and wet enough from all the rain and all the mud
1: on the ground. Yeah. And they closed down some of those steep hills at the end. There was oh, like, yeah. I remember on the second lap, when I got there, there was a steep hill that had all these rocks, like, sticking out of it. And it's like, you know, I'm, you pretty much just had to sit on your butt and slide down it and bounce off these rocks. And that's exactly what I did, so. Yeah. I think they closed I remember that. after that. I remember
0: that hill. I mean, I do remember <laughs> that hill. I remember all those hills.
1: <laughs>
0: Especially the ones there in the beginning, you know. As soon as you started out, I mean, you were sliding down these mud hills and then trying to get up through the woods.
1: Yeah. But that was such a cool venue to me. I mean, it just had, it had just a bunch of unique stuff to see. And on yeah. some of those trails, you just come by these random statues. And I remember this one section where there's just all these little tiny statues just sitting in the woods, you know?
0: Yeah, it seems like, I seems like I remember there being like a obstacle in somebody's front yard. It seemed like it was like there was a giant brick house, like right there in the middle of the course somewhere. And then there was, like, maybe it was the rings yes. or something. They're I remember right there. that, because
1: I want to say, like, the Bucket Carry was close to it, and the z one. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I remember that. That, that was, was a cool venue to me, man. I love that venue.
0: Definitely, definitely a cool venue. Hopefully they'll have it there again, you know. I guess that's all we can do is hope. Yep. <laughs> right now at this point.
1: Yeah, I heard that. So, Jimmy, have you ever done, you done the Hurricane Heats?
0: I have never done a Hurricane Heat at all. I haven't okay. done a four hour, an eight hour, a twelve hour, a two hour. I haven't even clicked on the link on the Spartan
1: webpage. Okay. So I know you recently did the uh, the what is it, the Georgia Gauntlet endurance event. I did. So I mean, I'm I'm, I'm I know of this event. I know it's kind of like uh, a hurricane heat in some sense, and like a ruck or whatever, but. And, and you did it, so tell us a little bit about, like, what this event is. Because they only do it once a year, and it only happens in Georgia, right?
0: Exactly. It happens, uh,
1: I think, uh,
0: every September is when they have it. Um, I think next year, which I've already signed up for again, it's going to be September 3rd through, uh, I think, September 5th. Uh, it starts around five o'clock on a Friday, and it's a thirty-hour plus endurance event. And and it's
1: not like necessarily at the same venue every year either, is it? Because I think. Uh, yeah,
0: it's at it's at the same venue every year. Oh, is it? Oh, okay. Yeah, but the but the tasks and stuff like that are, from what I hear, oh are yeah. completely different. You never know what to expect.
1: Right.
0: Uh, the guy that puts it on is his name is Matthew Waller. And you know I, I might be wrong by saying this, but I believe he was a four time death race finisher. oh wow um so you can kind of imagine you know what uh what it's like you know it uh i mean it's 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 a different it's a different kind of event it's a different kind of athlete um It was definitely a humbling experience you know i I bit off a whole lot more than I could chew with it being my first ever endurance event. Um, what I went out, I probably only, <laughs> I only lasted, I only lasted a little over eight hours. Uh, I had to go out because of my back. I was, my back was seizing up and going into my shoulders and neck and down into my hips. Right. And, uh, you know, I talked to, uh, the nurse Tanya there, which is another one of the race directors and, uh, you know, her and I just kind of decided that it would be best if I just pull myself out of the race to avoid further injury and, uh, you know, come back next year and, and try it again.
1: So you were in it for eight hours. Now, how long do these, do they typically last? Do they have like a time stamp on it? Like it's a 32 hour event and we stop it or do they stop it until like there's so many people left or is it just some unknown? It's
0: just some unknown, you know, I think it's just whatever they're feeling like, you know, I know it's, it just says 30 plus hours when you sign up for it, you know, so it could be 31 to 39, you know, there's no telling how many hours it is. Um, But, I mean, just golly. I, I mean, I don't even know where to begin. I mean, these people, they want to break you. They want to get you on the verge of breaking, and then they want to pull you back. Um, you know, they they want to see you succeed. They, they don't design this to, to fail, you know. Um, they want to test you. They want to push you. And, damn it, that's exactly what they do. I mean, I didn't even get into the guts of the race. You know, I started out with uh, – start out with a three mile run down to a lake and then, uh, I'm not a prolific swimmer, you know? So the first event I was, I, I crossed my fingers all week long, lean up to it, that it wouldn't be swimming. And, uh, there it was jump in a lake, do some swimming. Uh, so I got past that, you know, and then we went on to, uh, another, another obstacle, uh, not really obstacle. It was just, uh, man, I don't know if I'll get in trouble for saying what it is, but it's, uh, it includes wading through water, burpees, and a lot of sand. Right. Uh, so you know, it's just it's just something you've got to experience. You know, it, I, <laughs> I I don't really want to give away too much. You know, because it's it's so you know it's crazy. And you know, I sent you a picture of that that uh, thousand rep workout.
1: That oh my we did. god, dude! I saw that and I was like, nope, I don't want to do it,
0: <laughs> dude. 500 burpees. I mean, that's 500 burpees. And then the rest of it, you know, was like push presses and and chest presses.
1: Because it was like uh, a circuit, and like you would do one exercise, then 50 burpees. Then another exercise, then 50 burpees. And it went like that until it was 1,000 reps. Yep. So half of it was 500 burpees.
0: Squats, you know, sumo squats. I mean, you name it, we did it, you know.
1: That sounds awfully terrible.
0: It was, it was, it was, but I, you know, I was, I, I got through there and and I, you know, I grunted and I cussed and I, and I just, I just, you know, I just pushed my ass through it, you know, uh, you know, and that's kind of when my back started going downhill (laughs) after that event, you know, we did a massive tire carry, you know, I'm talking like an industrial, like earth moving size
1: tire, you know, I saw the picture of that. It looked like there was about eight or 10 of y'all holding it up. It looked serious.
0: Yeah, man. I mean, I mean, these are some stout dudes, you know. I mean, if you're if you're in the world of SAR, you probably know people like uh, Kurt Elkins.
1: Yeah, I know Kurt Elkins. Uh,
0: yeah, he, he was there. Tough. And, you know, he yeah, dude, he's tough, man. He was. Uh, I think he was a finisher this year. Oh wow! And I, I uh, think I
1: saw. I think I saw where he finished. Because there were, there weren't yeah. but like what five or six people that finished the whole event.
0: Yeah, I think there might have been seven, seven people total, something like that. that finished, I think the overall winner might have been a. Uh, uh, I think his name's Gavin Weishart. He's a nineteen-year-old kid, man, and uh, wow, he's just a, he's a beast, man. He is an absolute beast
1: out there. But doesn't he does a lot of endurance events? I think my girlfriend said that she she knew him and said that he yeah. she, he had done a lot of events. But yeah, what, there were several people that were there that do a lot of the like hurricane heats and stuff like that, and wasn't there?
0: Yeah, there's all. I mean, that's all those people talked about. You know, oh, I mean, yeah. it was uh, they they all knew each other from from doing hurricane heats and and everything like that together and uh man it was it was a great event it was a great event you know i look forward to uh attempting it next year
1: right
0: um i mean golly i wish i could i wish there was more to talk about you know about it i mean just uh, the, some of the most encouraging people you know i remember when i got done doing that thousand rep workout i was letting the race director know that i was finished with my workout and then everybody heard me say i'm done and then when I said, I'm done, they all thought I was quitting the race, you know, and everybody's uh, like, don't quit, don't quit, you know, you, you oh, got this, cool. you got this, let's finish it, you know, and I'm like, no, I'm, I'm done with this part of
1: it. Yeah, so you, you were know, the first one so, done with that workout?
0: Heck no, man. Heck mm-hmm. no. I wish. I wish. I want I'd like to think I was maybe in the top six or seven that finished it. <laughs> well, see, man, uh, that's
1: where you messed up. You attacked that workout too hard <laughs> when you should have went in there and like, half-assed it to, like, you know, do, like, these really weak burpees, that way you could have endured the event longer, man, you went in there, and you tried too hard, and you wrecked your back, bro, yeah, but, but here's the thing, I
0: thought if I half-assed it, they would catch me half-assing it, and they would double it up, you know, it's that, it's that kind of thing, you know what I mean,
1: yeah, I know what you mean, are you going to
0: slide by? If you're going to cheat, if you're going to cheat, then you know what? We're going to double up. You're going to do 1,000
1: burpees, yeah. and you're going to do
0: 1,000
1: reps. You yeah, know? that would have been my luck, uh, too. They, they'd they have noticed me over there, like, doing some, like, smelling the grass every time I went down and did a burpee.
0: <laughs> with a 40-pound sandbag the whole time, too.
1: Oh, what? Good Lord, man. No. Nope. Yeah. Nope. That'd wreck a lot of backs, I imagine. Dude, it wrecked my elbows <laughs> and everything, you know?
0: It's, uh, man, just a great event, you know, just a great event. Uh, Brad Beckham, he's, he's, you know, he does a lot of them. He, he was, uh, he was a lot of help and, and, you know, the short preparation, uh, getting ready, you know, he's like, this is what you need. You just, this is what you need to do. This is how you need to pack your bag, you know, like. I
1: know my buddy Craig was there too.
0: Uh, Craig, uh, Daniels.
1: Yeah. Okay. I,
0: I, I think I might've met Craig. I don't know. It was, uh, it was all blur me you know yeah he he
1: did the hurricane heats in atlanta with uh andy i think when michael was over there he was telling me about it he was helping out there too
0: yeah andy man there's another she's a she's another you know badass you know all those Uh i mean all those all those freaking people man are just they're a different kind of athlete you know what i mean like if the zombie apocalypse or or post-apocalyptic america ever hits man these people know how to survive (laughs) you know what i mean right um so I'm, I'm kind of glad that I've, I've befriended some of them, um, but man, I'm just trying to I'm just trying to think of, of anything else about that event. I mean, it was just, you know, so, it's just nuts, dude. It was nuts. You know, you start out getting wet, and then you were wet like the rest of the time. Seemed like I mean, it was just crazy. Man,
1: I saw pictures where like everybody were taking pictures of their feet, and their feet looked like they were getting really messed up just from being wet for a long time too yeah i uh stuff. i did
0: what i did is uh you know brad beckham and a couple of them they said to start when i told them i was doing the event it was like a week and a half out and they said you need to get some boudreaux's butt paste
1: huh.
0: and you just soak your feet in it every single day you know so i was like putting you know butt paste on my feet like <laughs> every single day you know trying to get it waterproofing them right basically. uh and for the eight hours that i was in there it helped you know i don't know if it would have lasted 12 or 16 hours but uh you know, hopefully I'll find that out next year. Yeah.
1: I've used um, that for chafing on ultras a couple of times, I know.
0: Yeah, it was definitely good for chafing. You know, it's definitely you, good for chafing.
1: But you got to be careful. You use too much of it, it'll leave a streak on your boxer briefs, man. <laughs> <laughs> I know what you mean.
0: I know what you mean. Uh, but, no, I think, I think everybody should try it at least once. You know, even, you know, every, I think everybody needs to try that endurance event. All right, just, Jimmy. To, just, just to see where you're at, you know. Like, heck, I'll, I'll pay for somebody's nice entry if they want to do it. You know what I mean? Okay. If, if somebody's brave enough to go down there with me and try it, I'm brave know, enough I'll to go down
1: up. there and watch. Uh, so, Jimmy, let's back up a little bit. So, okay, how old are you?
0: I'm 41 years old.
1: You're 41 years old. So, yep. uh, why the hell do you not know how to swim yet, <laughs> uh,
0: dude? I know, I know how to swim. It's just enough to save my own life. You know Only
1: dog saying? paddle.
0: yeah the the dog paddle like you know but the thing is 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 i was telling these i was telling these guys you know they had lifeguards there and shit and i was like i was like yo i'm not a prolific swimmer i'm not a great swimmer and they're like oh we won't let you drown so i was like all right hell with it so i jumped in there i I did it you know what i mean i get out there like i thought you said you couldn't swim and i'm like "Hmm, surprise myself maybe i can you know uh so
1: I can tread yeah. water. Yeah,
0: <laughs> I, I can tread water. You know, I, I can, like I said, I can swim enough to save my life, but if I had to go up against Michael Phelps or like my nine year old kid, <laughs>
1: I'm
0: not going to win a race. You know what I mean? <laughs> so right. no, definitely. Yeah. Uh, so I'm definitely going to focus on the swimming aspect of it for the next, uh, 10, 11 months, you know, and you know, probably I'll get there already.
1: And yeah, man, I, it, like I was telling you the other day, man, just learn a good, side stroke side. Yep. man and just learn how to tread water man you'll be fine yeah. a side stroke is a good stroke that you can do for hours yeah uh, i mean it ain't the fastest but it'll keep you above the water and it's just a very good stroke for saving yeah your I, don't, energy. I don't know i
0: don't know what kind of swim i was doing but i was underwater like just uh you know, like like frog swimming. You know, oh, yeah. that's kind of what sp- it felt like. I was, like, doing it, so I did it that way.
1: Probably like a breath and, uh, stroke, but you wasn't coming up as much.
0: Yeah, I didn't feel the need to come up. You know, I just held my breath, you know. Right.
1: <laughs> you were probably giving the you know, lifeguards a heart attack. <laughs> probably, yeah, probably. He's probably. staying underwater, and he said he can't swim. That's not a good thing. I know,
0: and he's holding his breath longer <laughs> than anybody
1: has, so, you know. So, so Jimmy, what's the process of being selected to do this event or signing up for it because they make you, they make everybody do like these weird things and you have to record it on video. Tell us a little bit about that if you can. Uh, yeah, you know, they, there's not,
0: there's not a whole lot of, uh, social media presence, you know, advertising the, 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 the race or the event. And, uh, it's just kind of one of those things. Like I, I heard about it, uh, from a friend and I was like, man, I'm not, I might want to check it out. And they called me like a couple of weeks before the event. They said, Hey, did you sign up for the gauntlet? And I was like, not yet. And they're like, well, there's still some tickets left. So I, you know, I got on Facebook. Uh, you know, it's just Gauntlet. You know, you just type in the event. Gauntlet. I guess next year it'll be Gauntlet Summer Endurance Event 2021, and it's got a link where you can click and sign up. Um, but after you sign up, you got to keep an eye on your emails because they'll send out they'll send out tasks that you have to do before the race, you know, like this year I had to, uh, learn how to play somewhere over the rainbow on one of those little recorders, you know, like the third and fifth graders
1: play. (laughs) Yeah.
0: And then, uh, you know, I had to post it on Facebook and, you know, kind of get humiliated because I couldn't figure it out. You know, I've I've grown up playing guitars and mandolins and like anything with strings, you know, I I can play, but you put this damn flute in my hand and, and and I'm just so confused, you know? So I got like the first couple bars of it and I just hit play on the radio and stood on top of it and played like a punk rock version of somewhere over the rainbow. And (laughs) that worked, you know, that worked. Cause I believe if you didn't do the videos, there was like a, there was some sort of penalty. I think a a buddy of mine that did the race named Aaron Powell, uh, out of Maryville, Tennessee, he didn't do the videos. And I think he got like a, maybe like a 15 minute penalty or something like that for not doing them. Or he had to like pull weeds or something like that for 15 minutes. Uh, Something, you know, and then, of course, the second one was I had to uh, show them that I could start a fire without lighters or matches or anything like that, you know, so I, I soaked some cotton balls and stuff like that and hand sanitizer and just struck my flint, got it going, Right. and then I had to walk on bricks, on yellow bricks
1: <laughs>
0: while,
1: uh, the while, uh, theme. Yeah, while the
0: Wizard of Oz theme was playing in the background, you know, follow the yellow brick road, you know, uh, so, I mean, it's just stuff like that, you know, it's just it's just fun stuff like that. And then, you know, of course, you go down on Thursday night, you have a big pre-race dinner with people and, uh, you know, you, you start, you know, you introduce yourself, you make friends and they usually have. When I showed up at the dinner, I didn't know what to expect. I was I was nervous as a cat in a room full of rocking chairs, you know, what I mean, right, because of the stories I heard. is like, oh, they'll have you like bear crawl through the restaurant. They'll have you do what? 100 burpees in 10 minutes. I mean. People would just tell me all these horror stories, you know, and I was just like freaked out, just totally freaked out. And uh, there's a lot of times when I was heading down towards Georgia, I thought about turning around, you know.
1: And, uh, <laughs> no, you weren't.
0: But yeah, I thought about it a few times. I was like, you know, I could just drive to Tybee Island or Savannah right now <laughs> instead. But no, nah, I showed up, man. I showed up and, and did it. And uh, everybody was super supportive, you know, like they gathered us all up and they asked if anybody had never finished a four hour event. And I spoke, them and I said, "Hey, I said I've never even done an endurance event, you know." And man, everybody was just like
1: fresh meat like, clapping.
0: Yeah, well, yeah, basically, maybe they were uh, clapping because I knew I'd, I'd be one of the first ones out. Uh,
1: were no, Were a, you the first one out?
0: No, I think I was the second. Uh. I think I was the second, maybe. But there's a lot of people that didn't show up. Right. So I don't know how many people didn't show up, but I think there was there was quite a few that signed up that didn't show up. So I finished a lot better than they did.
1: Well, I look at it this way, so I know if I ever do an endurance event, the first one I'm going to do will probably be the short hurricane heat, and then I would probably do a 12-hour hurricane heat, and you sign up for something that's like over possibly 30 hours. 32 hours, and I'm like, that's crazy, man.
0: Uh-huh.
1: Crazy. I mean, so you so don't even I'll know re- if you're going to like re- this or not.
0: Yeah. Right. <laughs>
1: Uh, it's crazy
0: and the gear list man the gear list was crazy on some of the stuff that we had to bring I think my pack weighed like 80 pounds you know and uh gosh man it was just it was just nuts dude super great event you know I think everybody should sign up for it man hell it's right there in Georgia in a lot of your backyards uh you know yours too um
1: I think I might watch it I'd rather just go and spectate
0: I didn't I didn't (laughs) well I didn't notice a whole lot of spectators you know, I don't know if it was because I they was busy doing stuff. They might not let them. I mean, them. they're pretty, I think they're pretty secretive about what goes on, you know, because they don't want people being able to to prepare, you know, and...
1: But uh, didn't you also say that you could have, like, a crew member or something, too?
0: Yeah, you can definitely bring crew. Okay. You can definitely bring crew, uh, but make sure you bring good crew, you know what I mean? Uh, make sure it's it's somebody that's going to have your stuff ready and that's going to be willing to help. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, you don't, I mean, but if you're, a lot of these people didn't even have crew. They were so,
1: they knew. They were so prepared, they knew, they they do, knew yeah.
0: man, like, I don't know, it's like, they were so freaking prepared, man. Like, they could just run into base camp, just grab, they knew where everything was at. They had all their food prepackaged, all their fire stuff prepackaged, and they, they would just start grab their stuff and they were gone, you know what I mean? Uh, but, yeah, I mean, dude, it's. It's a great event. Definitely a great event.
1: I know we we watched some of the videos, and it looked like a a miserable good time, I guess some people could say. (laughs) Yeah,
0: it it was definitely a miserable good time, you know? Definitely (laughs) a miserable good time. But if you like camping and you like hiking and you like carrying heavy shit, then for long hours at a time, I'd I'd say do it, you know? I'd say do it.
1: (laughs) So, did they Um, give you you like any breaks? Like, I'm sure if they did, they were probably really short.
0: If you finished, if everything, there were some events that had time hacks, and there were some events where you know they didn't have time hacks. But once you were done, you know the quicker you got it done, the quicker you got to go back to base camp. And, and that you know, was, I think the most I think the most time I ever had was like maybe ten minutes, fifteen minutes to kind of eat and, and rest, and you know swap out gear, do whatever I needed to do.
1: Uh, um, that was something I wanted to ask as well. Is is this the type of event where the only way you're out? Is if you quit, or is there certain things that if you don't finish it or you don't finish it in the right amount of time, you're booted out.
0: Uh, you can, you can tap out if if it gets to be too much or you don't think you can make it. You can tap out. Right. They will, they will encourage you not to tap out. Right. You know because they do want to see you succeed you know they don't want you to tap out but if you feel like you need to they're going to let you
1: right
0: um i know that if you don't complete a task you could be uh disqualified from the race that way or if you don't meet a time hack you could be disqualified from the race but sometimes sometimes they'll allow you to do things to get back in the race you know like
1: well that's cool you know
0: like hey if you can do 100 burpees in 10 minutes we'll let you back in the race
1: yeah but 100 burpees in 10 minutes when you've done that thousand you know rep workout it's gonna be pretty tough (laughs)
0: it's gonna be pretty tough it it was it was very tough it was very tough you know Mm -hmm. and it it took me i mean even though i only did it for about eight hours it took me a good week you know to to kind of get over it you know Uh, to get back into the gym to get to lifting weights and, and running and stuff like that just because just, you know my back. My back was just in horrible shape. You know, um, mm. I don't really know what had happened. You know, I was—I thought I was hydrated something. enough. You know, I drank like two giant jugs of Pedialyte and like sixty-four ounces of Gatorade and a ton of water. Good lord! Yeah, all in, off on the morning of the race. Uh, <laughs> but it's hot, man. It was hot. That Georgia heat, and humidity.
1: Yes, it's been bad this summer. We had a hot summer.
0: Dude, it, I think that's a lot. I think that's a lot of what took me out of it was not being, you know, used to the heat and the hydration and things like that.
1: Yeah. It's still just
0: not being prepared, things. you know, being a first timer, you know, just yeah. throwing caution to the wind and, and doing it.
1: Right. Well, it happens. It happens. You know, and, yeah. uh, you know, Michael was also telling me that, uh, cause hurricane, the 12 hour hurricane heats of old, Like, if you didn't make time hacks or didn't do something in the first thing, they would boot you out. But he was telling me that they've changed that now to where everyone is allowed to finish the whole 12-hour event, but you're ranked by every task that you do. And if you don't have enough points at the end of the event, you don't, like i guess you call it graduate or whatever so i think that's kind of cool but it's kind of like a cool thing but it's kind of a bad thing you know it's 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 a it's a double-edged sword in some sorts you know because the old style you go there you only get to do like four hours and then you get cut because you didn't make a time hack you're like well dang i paid all this money to do 12 hours and i got cut but, yeah, don't even get a t-shirt. Yeah, but what's worse, that or going the whole 12 hours and you didn't get enough points to finish? <laughs> I don't know which one would be worse.
0: Oh, I think one of the one of the people at the gauntlet was uh, telling me, I don't know if it was the gauntlet race that they were talking about or another endurance event that they are talking about, but these people got caught uh, bushwhacking, you know, which, you know, for the people that don't know, that's like cutting trails, you know what I mean? Right, yeah. To save time. Well, these people, they kept cutting trails and... They got disqualified, right? Right. But the race directors did not let them know they were disqualified until they finished the event, like wow. 25, 30 hours later. You know.
1: Wow. Well, that's rough. so. That would be a that would definitely be a kick kick in
0: the gut, you know. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, don't cheat, man. You're cheating yourself. I mean, yeah, you're gonna man, go out there you're and cheating cheat yourself.
1: You're cheating yourself. You know, and that's one thing I, I, I've, I've never understand. And and in every race you'll see like a Facebook post where somebody will say, I saw, I saw this, I saw this. They weren't doing good burpees. They weren't doing 30 burpees. They were only doing like 10 and, you know, and for the competitive heats, of course, you know, and I'm thinking, why do you want to cheat yourself in uh, an activity that's like, you know, s- supposed to be, this event of fitness, you know? I mean, it's right. like you said, you're cheating yourself, and, I mean, you're paying for it, so. Yeah,
0: exactly. I you mean. You know, and
1: I don't know. Maybe it's just, I don't know. I don't know what it is. I mean, you hear people it taking off their ultra, uh, their purple, you know, cut-off shirts and walking across the finish line for the first lap just to get the medal, even though they know their time's going to get disqualified, I'm like, man, what? what is that?
0: Yeah, what's the point, you know? Yeah,
1: it's, that's weak. That's weak sauce. <laughs> yes, sir. If
0: you're going to do that, at least take a beast medal instead, you know?
1: <laughs> well, that's what they do. They Because they, oh, won't, they, they won't give them an ultra buckle. But, see, you can't do one lap of an ultra and it be considered a beast. It's, right. Uh, it's all go or no. It's all or nothing. It's all or nothing. Dang, man. But a lot of people will take off that purple thing that identifies them as an ultra runner and they'll after the first lap they'll walk across the finish line and grab a beast medal and go and i'm thinking why yeah. your time's going to get cut anyway
0: yeah uh, i've got i've got some mad respect for these ultra guys man i signed up for a few ultra or a couple ultras this year and it was going to be my year to, to attack them but uh yeah man, man you like you you and then uh brian bill man uh dang, that guy's a beast, too. You know, I think he's going to be a a force to reckon with over the next few years in this
1: sport. Yeah, man, Brian's pretty tough. Yeah. (laughs) I wish, because me and him, we kind of were back and forth and running beside each other for most of the first lap at the Carolina Ultra last year. And then after we both left transition at the same time, and I thought he was right behind me, but when I come out of the ultra loop, I saw him going into the ultra loop and I was thinking, man, he must be struggling a little bit. Yeah. And uh, I don't, I, something happened to him and I, I guess he got hypothermic, but he tapped out at like 30 miles. He only had like Damn. one mile to go. He, he got in a bad place. I wish I'd have been back here with him cause I would have tried my best to just keep pushing him.
0: Yeah, man. Once you get in that pain bank, man, it's kind of hard to, uh, kind of hard to get yeah. out of it, you know what i mean once yeah. you get in your head with everything it's very tough to, to get out of it i, mean, you know, I, mean, I think it that's was... kind of what happened to me on that gauntlet you know I, I got i got in my head about my back and the more i got in my head about it the more it started to hurt
1: yeah and it, it was you know, so cold it was cold and rainy that day too man it was it was yeah
0: that's that's the race that i cut my leg on on the uh the traverse rope and it ended up getting infected oh really uh, Dang. yeah i i ended up uh the, you know, the traverse rope was kind of in the beginning of the race, and I was doing it. I got really severe rope burn and like cut my leg open, and I decided to continue through all that nasty mud.
1: What'd you do? Drag your legs when you were pulling across it?
0: Yeah, I dragged, I, I was dragging my legs because I couldn't get a good grip because I was slipping off because it was so wet and
1: muddy. Right.
0: And so I just, you know, I did all arms, man, and just drug my legs across it, and wow. uh, which was my first mistake. That hurt. You need to it, get it you some
1: pants or some tall socks if you're going to drag your legs like that.
0: Yeah, uh, I'm not the one to wear pants in one of these races, so that's, <laughs>
1: that's probably where it, Hell yeah, you know. man. You need to get you some tights, dude. <laughs> I, need, I,
0: need, I need to get some tights back. I, I, I need to lose a little weight in this midsection, man, before I start wearing those tights. You know what I mean? Uh,
1: I keep telling my buddy Michael, I was like, I said, we need to get like a bunch of people up. And like reenact Men in Tights and everybody like busting out of some Porta Johns from the Robin Hood Men in Tights.
0: We can do it. That'd be funny, man.
1: <laughs> Nobody would That'd probably know hilarious. what that movie is. That movie's more than 20 years old now.
0: <laughs> uh, I'm sure. I'm <laughs> what are sure these idiots doing? <laughs> I
1: know, right? <laughs> exactly. wait well, hey, Jimmy, I always got a few questions that I always ask everybody, man. And we're getting close to okay. an hour here. So, uh, dude, like, to this date, like, what's been your most favorite event or race, and why?
0: Oh, man, my most favorite race. Um, You know, I I would say, personally, my most favorite race would probably be the 2018 uh, Carolina Beast. Um, I went into that race, you know, just, I didn't feel good, man. I was sick. I got up that morning, and and I threw up for... I got about four in the morning I didn't start till nine fifteen racing and I probably threw up until mile three wow and uh and just the the sheer fact that I I completed that and you know that was the first time I'd ever took on an event of that size you know what I mean it to me that was a, a huge deal it was something that I didn't think that I could do and oh. I say doing that first beast, man that was that was probably the most rewarding experience I've had room. you know Yes, sir.
1: You didn't get any good races, did you?
0: No, dude. I got all the <laughs> mud and rain, man.
1: Well, at least the the weather was decent in Asheville, even though it rained. Yeah, it was hot. But it, it was, was good. It
0: was good weather, man. It was good weather.
1: Yeah. All right. So, what is, like, the worst race or the race you dislike the most and why? The one I dislike. The Florida Beast
0: in 2018. <laughs> I think I think I think 2018, since it was my first year, it was kind of bitter sweet, you know, a lot of love hate there. Right. Uh, you know, here it was December. You know, it was cold up here in Tennessee, and then we hit that we hit that Florida weather. It was hot. Uh, I cramped the entire race and was just freaking miserable. You know, freaking <laughs> miserable that whole race, and that was probably that was one that was one time when I was finished racing. I said I am never coming back down here to Florida to run again.
1: It's and, not. Uh, that venue is kind of it's just so its it's just the same thing you're just looking at the same stuff all the time and mm-hmm. you're running over all that push down hay and you can't see the potholes and yeah, I know uh, it's it's way more abusive uh run than you than you expect,
0: yeah, and I didn't get to see a gator either, you know I was kind of hoping uh, I was hoping I'd see a gator or two while I was down there.
1: You should have just went to Gatorland in Orlando, man. I could have, I could have went to
0: Gatorland. but I didn't think about that, I'll do that next year. Maybe I'll make it to, I'll make it down there next year and, and hit Gatorland. And
1: hell, I might go to Disney. Who knows? Hell yeah, man! I want to go to that new Star Wars park they have down there. All the added stuff. They say it's been so busy down there. I probably wouldn't go to them now. Yeah, gotta wait until the yeah. new wears off of it. Exactly, exactly. Well, hey Jimmy, man, I'm all out of questions, bro. Is there anything else you want to add to this, man?
0: uh you know not really just want to say you know thanks for uh you know thanks for having me on thanks for all the you know i, I know i bugged the hell out of you like these first couple of years asking yeah. questions about this event that event and uh dude i mean you're just a, you know just an upright guy man and thanks for helping me out and uh you know giving me pointers and tips you know on ocr yeah man so that's
1: for friends dude bro
0: absolutely and anybody mm. that's listening to this that isn't into ocr get into it man challenge yourself, get yourself up off the couch, go do an endurance event, go do a, go do a savage, go do a Spartan, man, go do something, you know, get active.
1: I run with a lot of people that are just, man, I mean, they'll do like a 5k, like on the street, like every other weekend. And, you know, and it took me a while to get them to come and do, you know, a Spartan race. And I knew they'd love it once they, they came and done it. And it was probably took me like, I don't know, a year or two to get some of them do it. But once I got them doing it, man, they were hooked. Hook.
0: absolutely absolutely yeah. i mean it'll it'll change it'll change you it'll change yeah. you for sure i
1: mean but anyway well hey jimmy man i appreciate you taking time to talk to us bro
0: absolutely absolutely anytime anytime
1: and we'll get a burger the next time i'm up there in gatlinburg
0: yeah maybe we can get one down in georgia sometime too
1: <laughs> yeah man we need to go to the vortex in atlanta it's awesome <laughs> hey, if somebody, if somebody will do that cardiac four with me or whatever, that $80 burger, that coronary bypass, coronary the quadruple bypass four, yeah. coronary bypass burger.
0: Yes, that's what it is.
1: Dude, you, that burger's like a hundred bucks, I think.
0: Yeah, but if, if you can split it with four people, man, it's only 25.
1: Man, I, I, every time we go there, I get the single coronary bypass every time.
0: Dude, just reading it makes me sick to my stomach, man. Like, I think the quadruples got like, Fifteen thousand calories or something oh, like that.
1: Man, it's a lot. I think this the single coronary bypass is like almost four thousand calories. Dang. <clears throat> I can't remember it's a, it's a lot. They got pictures of it on the website, but like even like the quadruple, so you eat that big burger, but you still have to eat like a big it might be like a pound of fries and a pound of tater tots with it. It's a big ass bowl of fries and tater tots.
0: Yeah, dude, I feel my. I feel like I need a stint just talking about it. You know, yeah.
1: I uh, think only like a few people have done it, and they're like competitor, competitive eaters too. Yeah,
0: not me, man. I'm gonna stick to. I'm gonna stick to running.
1: <laughs> but and here's here's the crazy thing about it is is so I was gonna try the double uh, coronary bypass one weekend when I was there, but they won't make those bigger burgers on the weekend. They only do it during the week so huh yeah but man they got some good burgers there. so good well hopefully if I can
0: make it down next weekend maybe we can uh, make it a point and head up there
1: oh yeah man we might do that yes sir uh-huh. well, alright Jimmy man hope to see you next weekend dude
0: absolutely absolutely if not all I'll right. be in touch with you
1: yeah man take care bro alright you too hope you enjoyed the interview I want to thank Jimmy again for coming on to the show uh, no new reviews right now if you want to leave a review on apple podcast and uh i'll read it uh huh there's not really any spartan races coming up anytime soon but savage georgia is going to be on september the 26th and me and michael are going to go and do that hopefully jimmy will be down there too and uh we're going to do a fun lap so We'll probably be there lunch ish So if you're interested in going and hanging out with us and having a fun lap with us, just let me know. We're going to go run a Dirty Spokes trail race in Dekula, Georgia. I think that's how you say that town name. Earlier that morning. And then we're going to drive, I think it's like an hour and a half drive over to uh, Dallas, Georgia, where the Savage Race is going to be at. But yeah, leave a review. I'll read it. Uh, follow us on Instagram and Facebook. And if you got any questions or anything or ideas, uh, just reach out to me. I'm usually always easily available to chat. Uh, man, it's been a while. Anyway, that's all I got. Peace. Okay, so, here's the point in the show where I give you a line from a movie, and you message me and tell me what movie it's from, and I'm trying to think of a line, and if you guess it, I'll send you a sticker, but if I've already sent you a sticker before, quit being a sticker hog, Uh, so, here we go, oh, let me see, let me see, okay. This one's this one's this one's pretty easy, I think. So the line is don't hurt my mules. Got that? Don't hurt my mules. Later.